Hey everyone, welcome to the I Dare You podcast. This podcast, it is all about you and helping you reach the big goals that you have for your life and what next steps you want to take to get there. And I'm your host, Darren Johnson, and welcome to episode 101. I am so glad you are here. 101 has a beautiful sound to it. And this episode, it's a special one. We are here to celebrate, not because we just crossed 100 episodes, although that would be a phenomenal reason. Oh no, we're celebrating you all you this episode, about everything you've done in 2023 to get you closer to your goals and how you're a different person today than you were one year ago. And we're going to talk about how to make 2024 your best year yet. We have a lot to talk about. You're in the right spot. Let's go. Okay, welcome to a fresh new episode of the I Dare You podcast, episode 101. I love the way that sounds. 101. I am so excited about this episode and this conversation. I'm going to give you the recipe that you need and that you want to push past your 2024 goals. But first, before we get there, let's celebrate all of you. I've got a question for you. I want you to write it down unless you're driving, then just think about it. What was your biggest victory in 2023? From one year ago, what are you the most proud of? And I love that question because it reframes everything for us. Instead of focusing on what we didn't do, which is so human, isn't it? Instead of that, let's focus on the progress that we have made. Write it down. Put a heart by it. Make it special. Put it up in your vision board. Say a prayer of gratitude. Maybe it's opening that bottle of wine that you've been saving. Here's my point celebrate the progress that you made. Celebrate the victory that you accomplished in 2023. And even if you're that person who's so hard on yourself, maybe it hasn't been the kind of year you wanted, personally, professionally, relationships, there's some victory there. I really want you to find it, to get your mindset right and to celebrate. If you think that you didn't reach your goals or you're thinking about what you didn't get done, I am giving you permission to let all that go. No shame, no judgment. We tend to be hardwired to do that. In fact, it's backed up by science. It's a study in University of Chicago, 2022. It's all about how we lose sight of piecemeal progress over time when we set goals. Here's the methodology. 10,500 adult participants. Big study. Over 20,000 observed choices. And they tracked over time the relative progress that these 10,500 adult participants made as they perceived their goal. And many did not achieve their goal. So what do you think happened? They call it negative lumping. Now, that's not good. We, we know that. What that really means is that we tend to dismiss our progress as we move toward our goals. We focus in on what we didn't accomplish instead of saying, look how far I've come. Does that sound familiar? Now we've come full circle as we look back on 2023. What goals didn't you reach this year? Okay, let's go there. We've all got them. However, here's how we shift it. Just now take a look at the progress you've made by going for that goal. You are a completely different person because you had the boldness and the audacity to actually set that goal and to take action toward it. Do you see that? You've got a lot to be proud of over this past year. And now that sets the stage for us. It gives us permission without any shame or guilt or judgment. Now to focus on what's next. We've got some wind at our back on this. We've just proven we can do some pretty hard things over 2023. Let's now double down into 2024. Are you ready? Let's focus on the type of life that we want to live. Now, I'm going to give you some quick math. This is not going to be difficult unless you hate math. 
but this will focus on why we need to focus on what's next, and it is so urgent. Here we go. U.S. life expectancy is, the number is 80 years old. Take 80 times 365 days. That's the number of days. That's 29,200 days. Divide that number by seven. That's a, a week. That's 4,171 weeks in the average lifespan. Now I want you to do the same math with you and your current age. It is now 2023. I am 56. I'll be 57 soon. But if I take 56 years old, that means that I have lived for 2,920 weeks. I then subtract the total number of weeks in a lifespan, which is 4,171, minus the weeks that I've been around, 2,920. That means I have 1,251 weeks left in an average lifespan. Believe me, I'm all about longevity. I plan on living well beyond 80. So don't, don't perceive this as I'm giving up. But I want you to sort of reframe this and think about this. We have 4,171 weeks. Your age, figure it out as far as number of weeks that you've lived. Subtract that from 4,171. My number is 1,251. Here's the point. I think you can relate. I don't intend to waste any of my weeks. Do you? And this is the perfect time to think about what we want the next 52 weeks to look like. You know, 2 Corinthians 5 gives us some really wonderful assurance. The new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. And I believe there's a new day and a new you right now. And an opportunity to pursue something that serves you best, something that fills the soul and something that you care about and something that changes you. You know, many of you know, we just celebrated 100 episodes. Now, time for some real talk. I have turned on this microphone over 100 times. I have invited guests to this podcast well over 100 times. I've done interview prep over 100 times. I have edited each episode myself over 100 times. I've done transcripts and file folders over 100 times. And guess what? We're not even close to being top on Apple or Spotify charts. We're not at a million downloads. We're not making any money on the podcast. I mean, that's not the point of this. But I do know this. I know, I know that every episode will speak to at least one person over 100 times. I've had that feeling, and I know that. How about you? What are you willing to keep doing even though the outcome is uncertain? You're doing the work, doing it without recognition, without fame, without fortune, what are you willing to do 100 times? You know, one of my favorite quotes is, the magic you're looking for is in the work that you're avoiding. And I love that because it speaks to taking action. It speaks to getting out of your comfort zone. You know, I've noticed that we are living through incredible times, and we've got a real big problem with social media. It shows the rewards of success without the real work that it took to get there, doesn't it? And I've noticed that people expect things to be instant, and they just drop out. They quit when they see that the grinding isn't all that glamorous after all. And we all know we need the reminder that the rewards usually require many years of suck. You've heard it before. Embrace the suck, embrace the grind, whatever that is. But the point is nothing comes easy. You do need to go after it and to keep your head down and put the blinders on. So my question is, what are you willing to do 100 times? In this new year, I challenge you to commit to it. Whatever that thing is for you. And I want you to commit to doing that thing with everything that you've got, with everything that God has given you. Now, if that message does not relate to you or resonate with you, if you're looking for something in this new year, I challenge you to find it. Find that thing that you will do gladly 100 times. You know, in 2 Timothy 1, verse 6, Paul reassures Timothy, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. 
And a question I have for you, what would fanning the flame look like for you? If you have a piece of paper, if you're a napkin at a coffee shop, write it down. Fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. If you can claim that promise from God pointing you in the right direction, now you're getting closer to that purpose that you have in life. Here's what I know for sure. Finding your purpose, it does not come from just standing idle and thinking about it. It comes from taking action. Action is always the answer. And the lesson that we have as we think about our new year goals and what's next for us is to stop thinking, take some action. Now, speaking of pointing you to your purpose, I believe that you're the average of the five podcasts that you listen to the most. And I Dare You podcast is one of them. Awesome. And I'll bet your other four are pretty good as well. You know, this podcast, it is for people who believe that they are here for a reason. And they don't want to waste their time and talents playing small. It is for people who want to do something. It's for people who are making a difference and they want to learn from other people, our guests, who are making a difference. See, I think that you are here because you want to leave a legacy and you want to do more. But you're also very grateful for what you already have. You know, there have been so many magic moments for the past 100 episodes. One of my favorite podcast episodes is episode 72, How to Build Resilience When You Want to Quit, with Dr. Heather Thompson Day. And during that interview, and if you haven't heard the episode yet, write that down. You will love it. It's one of the most quoted uh, episodes. I hear it all the time. One of her quotes in the episode is, Who we are when it is not our turn is more important than who we will be when it is our turn. And she reminds us that it's always our turn. You know, I view this podcast as an extension of my role as a sales executive at a global wellness company. I love what I do. And for over 15 years, I've been a senior VP of sales for pharmaceutical and consumer packaged goods companies. And I've built high-performing teams, and I've learned a lot over the years, especially a lot from the mistakes that I've made. But I enjoy sharing some of that. And with your permission, and over the years, I've really narrowed this down to the five questions that the most successful people ask themselves routinely. Here goes. Number one, do I know why I'm doing what I'm doing? Number two, am I learning from my mistakes? Number three, am I pushing my boundaries? Number four, what is my game plan? And number five, do I still believe I can do this? We're going to go through all five, and when you ask yourself these questions and you're really candid with yourself on the answers, it is a game changer for you in helping you reach your goals in 2024 and beyond. Let's start first with, do I know why I'm doing what I'm doing? It all starts there. What is your why? And help us discover our why in a way you've never done before. Let's start first with, what is your goal? And then we go deeper. Okay, here we go. Now, you can answer this in your mind or you can write this down. This is such an important exercise. When you do this, this is going to be hanging up in your fridge. What is your goal? Whatever that might be. Let's say in this example, it is to reduce debt. Pretty good goal. But that's where we stop most of the time. And with all due respect to you, you're not going deep enough. I want you then to ask yourself the following question three times. Why is that important to you? So that you can do what? My answer in that is to have more money at the end of the month. Ask it a second time. Why is that important to you? So that you can do what? So that I can have less worry at the end of the month. Okay, can you see how now everything's changing a little bit? Ask it a third time. So why is that important to you? So that you can do what? Here's my answer. So that I can work less, enjoy more time with my kids, so that they remember I was the dad who was always present. So now that we went three answers deep, we are on a completely different, non-transactional, emotional level about why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
I invite you to do that. What is your goal? And answer the question three times. Why is that important to you? So that you can do what? And just see where this takes you. One more example. What is your goal? To drop 20 pounds. Why is that important to you? So you can do what? So that I can improve my health markers. Oh, pretty good. Why is that important to you? So that I increase my health span and my lifespan. Why is that important to you? So that I can be the type of grandparent that is active with his grandkids and to be, and to be, and to be part of their lives and to show my kids what longevity looks like. Now we're at a whole different level. So first question is, do you know why you're doing what you're doing? Whatever your goal is, write it down. Go three questions deep and you'll discover something completely different about you and what's driving you. The second question is, am I learning from my mistakes? Here's the mindset cheat code, everybody. There are no failures. There are none. There are only learnings. That mindset needs to shift for all of us. I'll use the word failing a few more times if you'll allow me. If you're not failing, you are not pushing yourself. If you're not failing, you are settling. If you're not failing a lot, you don't have that thing that you're willing to do 100 times. Find the thing. Don't settle. You're aiming way too low. This is the time of year when it's a chance, yes, to set goals, but if you think you're settling, if you don't think there's any risk of failure, I am inviting you. In fact, I'm tapping in the shoulder and saying, hmm, this time, go a little bit higher. You got to fail and learn from it. You're going to grow because of it. It's a little like going to the gym. If you have a personal trainer and you're going to the gym and unless you put weight on the bar, you're not going to grow. Unless you challenge yourself and do something hard, you're not going to grow. So now we've just released a huge pressure valve for ourselves and the fear of failure. Failure is the point, everybody. If you're doing it right, you're looking for ways you can test and push. You're not going to be successful all the time. You're going to learn from it and you'll go after it again for at least 100 times. Third question, am I pushing my boundaries? Here's what research shows on happiness. You know how you find true happiness? I mean, this is amazing, right? We've been asking this question since the dawn of time. And here on the I Dare You podcast, I have the answer. Backed up by research, no surprise. Number one, have a goal meaningful to you. And then knowing that you're taking small steps toward that goal consistently. That's it. You're happier. You feel a sense of meaning. And I'm wondering, are you bored? Are you going through the motions? Are you drifting in your job or in life? If you are, I'm telling you, you need a goal. You need something that's going to push your own boundaries. It's so easy. It happens so often where we just settle in into our comfortable spot. That's the worst place to be. Are you pushing your own boundaries? That's when life gets fun. That's when you're happiest, when it's a goal meaningful to you, and you're taking small steps every day toward that goal. The fourth question most successful people ask is, what is my game plan? I love this because now we're done talking. We are done talking. We've formulated it. What is your goal? But what does your goal require of you? You know, I, 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 horses scare me. But I know I'm out here in Idaho, so a lot of people have horses. A saying we have here is, enough. Stop saddling up and actually get on the horse. So you can buy the saddle. You can get it on the horse. I've never done that, by, by the way. You can get everything ready to go and just admire the horse, admire the saddle. At some point, you got to get on the horse and start riding. So when you build your game plan, here's some things you have to confront and get really real with yourself. What is your goal? We already talked about that. But what does your goal require of you specifically? And if you're not willing to do the work, then you need to adjust your goal. There's no shame in that. It just means that the best relationships have matched expectations. 
what is your goal and what's the work required to get there? And if you're not willing to do the work, then you need to adjust the goal downward so that the work matches the goal. And the fifth question, probably the most important one, it is, do I still believe I can do this? Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like maybe you got lucky? A little imposter syndrome? Wherever you may be in life, and it's like, holy smokes, I'm about ready to be found out. And then you get paralyzed. The best answer, the best remedy is to get into action. Don't wait to find the motivation. You start stacking proof that you know exactly what you're doing and evidence builds and you grow more confident because you're taking action. And if you're ever wondering, do I believe I can do this? Once you focus on the other four questions we just went over, the belief factor takes care of itself. Do you see that? Remember, the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. So everyone, I don't know how many more weeks you have left. I have 1,251. I'm asking myself, what will I do with the next 52 weeks? And I'm going to put that same question to you. How many weeks do you have left? And what are you going to do with your 52 weeks? And what are you willing to do 100 times? So here is your I Dare You Challenge from me to you. Discover your why. What is your goal? And why is that goal so important to you so that you can do what? Do that exercise doesn't have to be fancy. It could be in the back of a napkin. And then put that up on your mirror or put use it as your screen lock on your phone, on your fridge, so you never forget it. Valuable, valuable tool as you take next steps into the new year. And then embrace, embrace the work. Embrace the suck and celebrate your progress. Avoid what they called negative lumping. Don't go there. No one likes that. Celebrate your progress and just look how far you've come. And lastly, Fan into flame the gifts that you've been given. We've all been given something, unique talents and strengths that only you have. Fan that into a flame in the new year and take action. Stop thinking about it and get into action. Ask those five questions routinely and you're going to be operating at a completely different level in business and in life. So everyone, that's it. That's what I wanted to share with you. I love this time of year. It's such an exciting time and I can't wait to see where you take things. Now, if you like this episode, I invite you to share this with others. We have a new year coming up. Who do you know who might benefit from this message? Family, friends, people important to you in your life. Also, follow us on Instagram, at IDareYouPod. we got a great community there, incredible, free resources to equip and inspire you to live your best life. So join us, at IDareYouPod, and I'll meet you there. Also, many of you know that I have a Friday email that I send out that always gives some thoughts that pull from our podcast that you can put into action. If that appeals to you, I invite you to sign up. Go to www.idareyoupod.com. Go to the bottom, put in your email address, and you are in. I think you'll find some value there, and I promise not to abuse the privilege. Thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate you being here. You have so many choices in digital communication. I mean, it's endless. The, the amount of digital content everywhere is mind-numbing. And the fact that I Dare You podcast made the cut for you, uh, it is not lost on me. And I'm so glad you're part of this community. We're growing rapidly all because of you. So I appreciate you. Thank you. And we'll see you back here uh, for episode 102. We've got another great guest lined up. I'll see you back here next week on the I Dare You podcast. See you then.